Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. I don't want to go to a dinner and movie with you. I just want to hook up with you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. This program is for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion advised. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm going to be a dick. There are people in this building who took multiple plates of food that could buy lunch for literally the whole fucking building. It's Corey's fucking endorsement. If you want to have two, have two. Fine. You're not taking a fucking lunch worth. There was a guy who took, I bet, eight of them. Multiple pieces of toast. Multiple fucking sauces. (laughs) This isn't a fucking cafeteria. It's being rude. And like we've talked about, there are people who don't fucking show up every day, but all of a sudden there's food down here, and I'm going to walk my happy fucking ass down here and take a ton of it. Fuck that. It's fucking ridiculous. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Smidium. All right. Well, yes, we are back. It has seemed like forever, but uh, good to be back. Good to be talking to you, Smitty, and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you as well, Chuck. I know uh, it's been a while, but we've had a couple of different reasons that we'll uh, be talking about in a couple of minutes. Yeah, you know, it seems like a uh, a ton of stuff has happened since uh, since we last recorded. I mean, it, it's been, it's like, what, three weeks and three days, I guess. Not even four weeks, but um, it seems like a lot has happened. And I was going to quickly run down uh, some of the highlights of what has happened since the last time we recorded, both to us and to the power trip. Uh, we got Hawk towards St. Cloud and did shows from his hotel room. Your school year ended. I played in the box. We crowned a new NBA champion. Sauce said everything was incredible. Uh, We had giant initials controversy. Zach got a new nickname. Corey went to Vegas and is still alive in his poker tournament. You went to the Grandview Lodge. I Heart All Access Day happened. The Parish versus the Field Bet ended with a new Stanley Cup champion. I spent five days in the hospital. Everyone on the fifth floor stole Corey's Raising Canes and Sauce ranted about it. (laughs) Max returned safely from South America. Brianne returned for an appearance on the show. And yes, Corey, you called Ryan Wright, Nate Wright, and we get it. Uh, Smitty, your thoughts on any or all of those topics? Holy cows. Well, if we're going to have a four-hour podcast, we could talk about <laughs> all of them. But um, I think some of the highlights, like you said, with uh, Meat Sauce's rant with the Raising Cane's theft was comedy gold that was on the the after party so you had to listen to that but uh your thoughts on that oh yeah i i uh, i had dropped that in the intro uh, i even put a viewer discretion advised label before i played it in the intro but uh it was all i could think when he was doing it it was right it, it sounded like walter sobchuk uh absolutely uh to me it just uh, a, a total uh, F word filled rant. Um, I love it. And I, and I agree. Cause like, you know, I've worked in corporate offices when, when you have food, it stays in your area and everybody in your area has all they want. 
and then it moves to the break room where it's open to everybody. The fact that everybody attacked the food in their little K-Fan area is just, uh, I agree with Sauce. Maybe not to the extent where I would have dropped 20 F-bombs in a row, but yeah, I, 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 I do tend to agree a little bit. And I think it was maybe a case where this is not the first time that this has happened. So this has been building and building. And um, also our, our buddy Nate Henderson was part of that also and kind of weighed in on his thoughts about just the, the politics of office lunch theft. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it definitely happens. And, and I get it is frustrating because um, thankfully the office areas where I work when we would bring in food, we ha- we had a very dedicated team area and you would still get people that would wander over and be like, oh, what you got over there waiting for their little invite. And it's like, yeah, it's it, this is private domain until it's in the break room. Break room is the only public domain in an office, in my opinion. Yes, it'll be interesting to see moving forward if they move it into the studio like they like they talked about. I absolutely would. I would not leave it on that table out there between the two studios. Agreed. Um, the next thing I think we should talk about here, uh, boy, there's really so many good things. <laughs> How about the, the most incredible thing was the incredible supercut that Corey put together. And if you didn't hear it, I believe it was not this previous Friday, but the Friday before that. So whatever yep. date that was. Um, and it, it was kind of reminiscent of the usual suspects thing that Corey did, where the whole week he was recording and played all of the times over the week that Meatsaw said incredible. And I thought that was hilarious and it was wonderful. But then he played the follow-up, which was all of the things that were being called incredible. And I I don't even remember what most of them were. The one that stands out is the root beer push-ups. They are, and they are incredible. Yeah, and that, that whole that whole bit was uh, absolutely hilarious. I mean, you know, we all have our verbal crutches that we lead on, and um, incredible and A plus seem to be uh, two of sauces that he likes to lean on. But yeah, it, it's you know, and, and you and you realize that when you're listening, it's like, oh yeah, sauce thought saw that and he thought it was incredible. But when you your your point's exactly right, like when Corey put the whole thing together with all of the audio, like back to back to back to back, is it 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 makes it all the more better. And yeah, it was a it was a great bit. And um, yeah, let's make sauce self conscious about something else. Yeah, right. <laughs> and speaking of great bits. Uh, You and I had talked, I guess it was probably about two weeks ago, about having a bit where we made fun of how they handled the iHeart All Access Day. And I don't know how much you listened to the rest of the programs over the course of the entire day, but it went all day through the Common Man show, through Barrero. It was just, I, I honestly started keeping a tally of the number of times they said Access Day. And I made it about 20 minutes before I was going nuts because it was double digits over the top ridiculousness. Yeah, they just absolutely were were hammering out. I loved Hawk's approach. You could like uh, hockey was absolutely mocking it the entire time. And you could tell he was he was so done with it. Uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> It makes you wonder too. Like, I would love to to know like how many of the iHeart stations. Um, I'm guessing K Fan was the one that like mocked it the most. And then you probably had other iHeart stations that were very like, oh, we're we're legitimately excited about iHeart All Access Day, and they were all pumped about it. And meanwhile, K Fan is uh, yeah being very sarcastically supportive of All Access Day. 
Yes, I agree that uh, Chris Hockey handled it most appropriately from his uh, <laughs> from the sounder that he created yes. to just talking about how, you know, sometimes people listen to radio shows because they want to listen to a radio show, which is a crazy novel idea. But it was uh, it was it was it was quite funny, but I'm glad it was only one day. Yeah, and that should uh, serve as a reminder, too. We're just 13 days away from Bets and Quotes All Access Day. So uh, the, the bidding is still going on for the uh, spend the day with bets. And, uh, yeah, we're I'm super excited. Yep, deals upon deals. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't forget to upgrade to the bronze package. Yep, promo code Smitty Oom. Or was it? No, just Oom. <laughs> it's just Oom. Just Oom. Don't put the Smitty in there. You might not get the promo. Yep, sorry about that. Uh, oh yeah goodness uh something else that was was a bit that was maybe not a bit i'm not sure if it was but it was on that same day when Corey talked about calling ryan wright nate wright and he kept going back to it again and again and again and i thought it was i thought it was maybe making fun of the access day thing but then he kept talking about it in the after party and i think he mentioned it again another day i think they're just trying to suck up to this guy because they want him to come on the show Maybe that, you know, I I was trying to figure out the angle there because it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, I screwed up. But yeah, you're right. He kept going back to it and back to it and back to it. So it made me wonder. And then the fact that it was like Ryan Wright's birthday the next day, I thought, well, maybe there's maybe that's like the bit or something. And, you know, there's going to be some tie in there. He was going to make some appearance. But yeah, I mean, there there really hasn't been any else, anything else since then. So Either Corey was like super self-conscious about it or it was part of the I heart or something. I, 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 I don't really, I don't really know. It was just, uh, it was, <laughs> it was brought up a whole lot. So, uh, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think we all definitely understood at the end of the day that he actually did call him Nate Wright and not Ryan Wright. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep talking about that. <laughs> but then um, something that Corey usually doesn't like to talk about very much is some of the details when he goes to Vegas to play poker. So much that I was I was trying to figure out where he was, what event he was playing based on the days that he was out there. And we're, we're still weeks and weeks away from the main event. Yeah. So I was looking at some of the uh, No Limit games and it looks like he's playing in event 39. He and is, he's yep. he's actually doing pretty good. I, I think you probably know more details than I, but he he survived the first day and he's kind of in the top third of the remaining group. Yep. Yeah. Um. The uh. I I don't like usually tweet it out um or seek it out because I know Cor- he he's mentioned a few times on the air he doesn't want listeners to spoil it. But um I know um our good buddy Mac um tweeted it out um yesterday so I retweeted it um. For that and yeah Corey's he's doing all right I think he's playing today because I think that was like day 1a and then like day 1b he doesn't play at all and that was yesterday um and then he's playing again today so uh and it's hard to get like live updates or very many updates on it it's either Blake on Twitter's tweeting something or Corey himself actually tweets something about it um, but it's it's hard to follow along during the day. You basically can only look at the nightly reports that come out like the next morning and then kind of see where everybody is. But yeah, it is event 39 if you want to go do the deep dive into it and, and see it. But good luck to Corey. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I mean, it's a very public poker tournament. I mean, it's the World Series of Poker. So, I mean, I don't know that, you know... I, 
you know, I, I don't know. I, I just walk that line between. I know lots of people are interested, so that's why if somebody, you know, tags me in a tweet or something, I'll retweet it. Um, but it's also not something I'm going to go out of my way to like seek out and see exactly how Corey's doing minute by minute with live updates and things like that too. You know, I, I get it from his perspective. Like if he went through in cash, it would be a really good story to like spring on everybody. And it, it does kind of take some of the, the buzz out of it. If everybody knows exactly how he did before he even gets back on the air. But I mean, on the other hand, it's a very public tournament too. So who knows? I just think that the best thing for the show is, Either A, he does incredibly bad, you know, bombs out in the first 10 minutes, or if he makes a big run. So he's not bombing out. So go, Corey. Let's let's see what you can do. Biblically good or biblically bad is always good for a Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. So we covered a lot of the stuff. We'll hit some more things in quotes notes as well. For Patreon, um, we are doing the U.S. Open golf bet. Um, I pretty much am out of it. How's your golfer? I did the, uh, I got Cantlay, um, and thankfully he barely made the cut. So it saved me a little bit of money there, but, um, he really has no shot of cashing for me. Uh, who'd you get and how are you doing? Well, I had the first pick and I, for some reason, I just thought Scheffler hasn't been playing that well on the greens. He's been great. Um, you know, with the, every, every other part of his game, but he just hasn't been putting well lately. So I felt a little nervous about taking him and I took Brooks Kepka instead and Kepka made the cut, but he's, he's not in contention to win it. And Scheffler certainly is as we record this on Sunday morning. Yes. And we'll have more live U S open golf bet updates later in the bets update. Uh, but yeah, so fun, fun, uh, with our little Patreon crew there. We'll see, uh, we'll see how much, uh, like I said, I'm always just happy to make the cut. Maybe Cantley sneaks a hole in one. I make some money back today, but yeah, it's, uh, it's not looking good for that one. Um, the other piece of it, uh, golf related as well, um, uh, for our Patreon listeners is I think we are, we're about 90% that we're going to do a top golf, uh, Patreon event in August. Um, Still working out the details, still putting everything together. Uh, so we'll have more to come on that, but, um, uh, probably going to be the, uh, the days leading up to Labor Day. Um, cause I'll be up in Minnesota. We'll do, uh, we'll do an event out at Top Golf and, um, get everybody together, have some fun, um, do some things around that. So, um, hopefully that will, that will work out for a lot of people and everybody will want to do that. But I've never been to that Top Golf, Smitty. I'm assuming you have. Yep, I've been there a few times. Uh, I've met Brian Johnson up there from Fantasy Football Weekly and the OG quotes. I've been up there with him a couple times, and I take Smitty Jr. once in a while. So I, I'm a big fan of Top Golf. Uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun for our for our Patreon crew, especially for some who maybe aren't into the whole real golf situation. Uh, that it's a little less intimidating to just stand in a bo- in a bay and you know take a swing, and if it doesn't go very far, who cares? Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a lot more um, accessible for everybody. So that'll be cool. And yeah, looking for I'm haven't been to the uh, the Minnesota one. I've been to a couple other ones, but um, Top Golf is always a blast. So hopefully we can uh, get that all lined up. So sort of an early save the date if you're going to be around um, in the days leading up to Labor Day. Um, hopefully we can we can make it work then. So all right. Well, let's uh, we got. Lots of stuff to get get going through and get through here. So uh, let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. 
Partridge. Partridge. All right, and as we just mentioned, uh, the U.S. Open is happening, and as it sits right now, your live bets and quotes podcast scoring update. Mark Rosen <laughs> is leading the power trip field at minus nine, heading into the final round. Rosie's just one shot off the overall lead. So uh, if Rory McIlroy can put together uh, another good round, Rosie could be looking at uh, at the win and potentially a pot doubling. It is a pretty compressed field, though, really. I mean, there's, uh, you know, lots of contenders. Um, everybody's kind of with – you've got like nine people that are tied for 15th or better in the power trip. And, you know, they're they're really somewhat in contention because, you know, when you consider that second and third place, there's money on the line there as well. Um, there's really about nine people that actually have a chance, you know, if they put together some kind of a run today. So should be a pretty exciting final round of the U.S. Open. Um, and uh, and we'll see uh, Robbie Rosenhaus. Who the hell is Robbie Rosenhaus? Uh, he missed the cut. So apparently the beginner's luck did not carry over to his second tournament. Um, he's out of it along with uh, Mike Musman and Ben Lieber, who, after I posted the update yesterday, responded, I hate <laughs> golf. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too bad because, uh, you know, Ben Lieber just has something more to complain about as, as we go into the Monday show tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, there, like you said, there's enough people in contention. It should be really nice. And with uh, with the U.S. Open on the West Coast, we can all do our Father's Day activities and hang out with our kids and then say, OK, leave me the hell alone. I'm going to watch golf for four hours. <laughs> my plan, uh, I think we're going to go out for dinner. And my plan is the requirement is we have to go to a restaurant where they have the U.S. Open on TV. So I can sit there and watch uh, the U.S. Open and eat dinner. And even by that, even by the time I get home from dinner, it's still not going to be over. They're doing this super late prime time. Uh, yep. Be be interesting. All right. Um, next up, Parrish versus the field. Uh, one of the things we mentioned, we crowned a new Stanley Cup champion. The Vegas Golden Knights are the champion. And the last I checked, Mark Parrish never played for the Vegas Golden Knights. So Corey Cove wins $500 for Meat Sauce um, after Sauce had won this bet a few years in a row. Um, and in addition, the old bet that uh, they had all kind of forgotten about, the Minnesota versus Vegas to win a championship first bet, that cashes for the guy who quit gambling, Chris Hockey. Chris won $250 from Meat Sauce because Vegas won a title before Minnesota. And for all the people that, you know, were like, Sauce, what are you doing betting on Minnesota? Uh, at the time, Vegas only had the Golden Knights and the Raiders, um, you know, with the A's potentially moving there. Um, and Sauce got two to one odds on it. So um, it really wasn't as horrible of a bet. But, yeah, it just took a couple of years and Vegas cashes it because, of course, Minnesota can't win a title. Someday. Someday it's going to happen. I know it. <laughs> uh yeah it you know it almost seems like going back in time it almost seems like the 87 and 91 twin seasons were a dream for those of us that actually lived through it like it it, it almost doesn't like that shouldn't have happened like th like there was a mistake in the time space continuum or something that allowed us to win those two titles because um yeah i i never thought when the twins won in 91 that that was going to be potentially it for the rest of my life well, I've, I've had this conversation with students because I've got a lot of high school students who are really into sports and they like, you know, LeBron James and whatever. And I've talked about the Twins World Series because they say we never win. And I say, well, actually, you know, we did. 
And it really is like a fiction to these kids where mm-hmm. it's, it's stories that their grandpa tells them, but it didn't really happen. Yeah. It's, that's, I mean, that's honestly some of what it feels like uh, all these years later. So yeah. Uh, someday, someday indeed. All right. Um, the NBA finals bets got resolved. Um, you know, um, of course your Denver Nuggets and the Joker won the NBA title. Um, so Sauce won the bet with bonus. And then Rosie also had the bet with common, um, on the series. Uh, and Sauce and Rosie both took home those bets. So pretty easy win for Denver. Pretty anti, anticlimactic. I was hoping, um, Jimmy would give him a run and maybe take it to six or seven games, but. Just wasn't meant to be. So no more NBA. And I think no one's more happy about no NBA than Chris Hockey, of course. <laughs> yep. He's he's about as excited about that championship that Joker was in the post-game <laughs> uh, celebration with the champagne. <laughs> oh, I love that. I just, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like being real. <laughs> Uh, the other bet, a couple other bets I want to highlight real quick, uh, NFL related because we're getting, uh, football season is right around the corner. Um, Corey took the over on the Arizona Cardinals four and a half wins this year. It's the lowest over under total of out there for the NFL, um, versus sauce and the under. So, uh, we'll see if Kyler Murray gets back. Maybe they go over that. You know, I, I'm sure, you know, recovering from that type of an injury, I'm sure he's ahead of schedule. You know, I, I'd, I'd be surprised if he's behind schedule. So we'll, uh, we'll see how many games he actually plays, uh, that could factor in. And depending upon how bad they are by the time he gets back, they might not want him to play all that much either. So that's, that's a really interesting one because, I mean, you would think, cause I, I agree with Corey's logic. You'd think they would luck their way into five wins because it's hard to just lose that many games in a season. But, um, on the flip side, they, Murray might not play at all. So you never know. And then that's why we play the games. That's why we play the games. And then the other one that is really fascinating to me is sauce has some info or some intel that tells him that Brady is not going to actually broadcast for Fox. He's scheduled to, he's, he has a contract to begin broadcasting for Fox in 2024. Um, and sauce doesn't think it's going to happen. So, uh, he bet Corey, um, and the bet is whether that Brady has to broadcast at least one game in 2024. Uh, sauce says it ain't happening. Corey thinks he'll broadcast at least one game. So they bet on that. Uh, very interesting because it seems like something that's like inevitable because, you know, he's not going to play forever and what else is he going to be doing? But apparently Sauce has some intel, um, at least enough to bet on it. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm intrigued, which is uh, interesting because I normally wouldn't care, which, you know, life is better with money on the line. That's right. It uh, It keeps us plugged into what's going to happen with that. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Let's get to those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right. Well, before I get into my first quote of the week nominee, I'm going to mention that I was assembling and looking at different possibilities. And there were seven different quotes from seven, seven different people who all were in contention. And none of those were Chris Hockey. So wow. kind of an off off couple of weeks for, for hockey. In fact, I'm going to have to give an honorable mention to Marnie 
Um, she didn't finish in the top three, but I just, I laughed out loud when Meat Sauce was talking about the company that ships his sticks when he goes to play golf in other places. And she asked him if they also ship his balls and she <laughs> over enunciated and it was just the most hilarious thing. But <laughs> that tells you the strength of our contenders this week that that yes. did not even make the top three. So coming in at number three is Saucy Saucerson in response to uh, Brian Oak comment about a new band. You're right. It was like coffee in audio form in the sense that maybe I have to go to the bathroom immediately. Oh. Ah, well what, was, what was that band you said before? Uh, motionless in white. Oh, that's me when I have sex. <laughs> well, All right. Okay, uh, I guess I'm not funny anymore. I thought it was funny. I, no, it was brilliant. I mean, oh, the camera fell down. It's tired of looking at me. Well, you know, and again, that needs a bigger so, lens. Here's the thing, though, that like ah, I fell on the lens geez. too. Is that broken? <laughs> that is that is um uh yeah i you know i I'll, i will take like a tiny style point off of sauce for that one because he did have to have oak set it up for him again but uh yeah motionless in white describes sauce to a t yes you're exactly right he he clearly was going for that one but i thought it was worth it for the payoff yeah it was uh it was uh <laughs> very good and uh um Got to laugh. And, and, and anytime, you know, like I, I became like sauce was like, you know, the first person that really drew me into the power trip. And a lot of it was because of his self deprecation. And it's so funny because sauce is the person he will oscillate between complete self deprecation and then, you know, all his sick brags. Like he just, he kind of goes back and forth. <laughs> and it, it and it's, it's a weird dichotomy that exists with him, but, uh, it, it is funny, but I, I love his self deprecating humor. It, it, he can, he can really get the room laughing when, uh, when he picks on himself. Absolutely. And, um, almost as funny as when other people are ripping on him instead, which is the case for our second quote <laughs> this week. Coming in at number two, we've got Roser. Like on her wedding cake. night, she went and got two pieces of cake, and I passed out. Was right. it good? <laughs> she loves it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She said the cake was the best part of her day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe her exact quote when I asked her about it was, I don't regret the cake. Oh, oh that's me. Come yeah. on. It lasted Rosie's longer. Oh, Rosie! Oh, 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 it's the phone from Lawyer Lambert. You wow. right up for him there, didn't you? Rose is bringing it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Roser. <laughs> Genius. <Hey. laughs> wow. Uh, shots fired. Absolutely. Multiple shots fired. And I thought, you know, Chris's line was pretty funny. And then Corey, I mentally earmarked as he said that as a possible right. nominee also. And then Roser came over the top and... <laughs> With his <laughs> just genius. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and and there and that like I mean, if if there was a betting line on who lasted longer, sauce or the cake? Uh, I mean, the cake is like minus a hundred thousand. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, have you ever bought cake out of one of those Vegas vending machines? No, I I don't even know if I've ever seen one. There's one not too far from the sports book right there in Planet Hollywood. Um, that's the only okay. one I've ever seen. Uh, apparently, there there's several of them around there. And apparently, Kelsos is uh, the only one that has ever bought cake from them. So apparently, the company probably has a giant portrait of Kelsos at their headquarters. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I trust Kelsas's taste in, in most situations. So, oh, well. <laughs> I'm glad she got some satisfaction. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and finally, coming in at number one, and this was uh, this was a while ago. It was after initials game. And uh, boy, how do I even set this one up? This is Carly Zucker with um, an amazing quote that almost got lost because, again, there were some other really good quotes that uh, it almost got buried in. But here we go. I Police was, Department uh, and Public Defender. I couldn't. Yeah. Those are the only two I could think of. I was yeah. sitting on Paul Douglas. Oh, wow. oh God. Okay. Lucky him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's what? a storm front coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope he wasn't being too cash. Rosie just, yeah. just put on lipstick and started playing the crying game. He just ruined Rosie's face. A flash flood warning. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Carly. Oh. Carly's on fire this morning. So, follow-up question, Corey. Yeah, Paul Douglas has a ton of them. Try and change the subject, He's Mars. driving Go 100 ahead. miles an hour to the studio. Yeah. Yeah. you were saying? Oh my lord! Uh, <laughs> well, uh, that almost uh, had to get dumped, and what she said was, you know, in uh, in another context, completely benign. But that almost had to get dumped. Yes, you could almost hear in Corey's voice that he was thinking about it, but he he let it go, and I'm glad he did. That was that was hilarious. And uh, uh, props to Paul Douglas, I guess. I mean, holy cow, because. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you know, <laughs> Marnie just has to watch what she says. I think, uh, you know, Marnie doesn't always think like the rest of the crew thinks. And, uh, yeah, she, uh, she sets herself up. And, uh, yeah, Carly just, uh, came in and, uh, took, uh, stole the show. And I don't think that's the first time that, that Marnie has come back from an initials game with, I was sitting on blank. <laughs> but this time, this time it got burned. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be really careful with sitting, Marnie. <laughs> Just saying. So. Especially because Sauce is always on the patrol for button bar, button bar, button bar. So Sauce is constantly listening for even the slightest little hint of something inappropriate. And that used to be a line that Sauce would use. Someone would say, you know, I was thinking about this, and he would say, I was sitting on that like my sweet ass. <laughs> Brilliant. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, this week, Your Thoughts, uh, we've uh, we've got a br- <laughs> this is brilliant. Um, and thank you so much to listener Amanda. Um, hit me up on Instagram um, and requested this. Uh, I had, you know, I, it's one of those things that's like in the back of your brain, but it's not something I had actively listened to in a long, long time. It wasn't audio I had pulled. So I went back. Found it, put it together. We'll play it now. Uh, it, it, it it's one of my. It, I don't know. We'll 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 discuss it briefly after this. Uh, this is when Sauce sang "Lucky." Uh, yeah. Oops, I did it again. What else is good? Lucky. What's wrong with baby? One more time. All right. Lucky whales. Uh, Lucky sucks. Oh, are you? Lucky's high? her worst song. Oh no, one, that's one of her worst no. singles. Lucky's one of her best Lucky songs. Lucky sucks hard. I don't, think I don't even know, know what Lucky is. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to know yeah. Oh, hi guys. It's yeah. This song whales. This yeah. is one of the greatest this songs of all time. Ugh. Oh, None I'm of sorry. this is sounding familiar. Early morning. She wakes up, <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the door. That's a buzzer. It's time for makeup. 
smile. It's you they're all waiting for. The fuck more than they go. Isn't she lovely? This Hollywood girl. Bum, 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 bum. And you're like, shut so up. Lucky. She's a star, but she cry, cry, cry. You're like, in the lonely heart thinking he's done. There's nothing missing in my life. Then why do these tears come at night? Spinning come on, image. wow. It sounds like Keep that, going. uh, dream. that is the no one that wake her up. Ugh. Oh, my God, can the world keeps spinning and she keeps on winning. But tell me what happens when it stops. I can't believe this. Bingo. Isn't she lovely? He knows every damn this word. Hollywood girl. Bum, 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 bum. And they say she's so lucky. She's a star, but she cried, cried, cried in the <laughs> I, can, I know the rest of it. Dude, I'm impressed. Not this part. You know every word to a song I've never heard of. I know. That's incredible. This part's stupid. No one cares, Roger. Just this part? Yeah. yeah the, rest of it, the rest of it sounds awesome. she lovely? This Hollywood girl. I can't believe this. I will tell you, I'll be honest here, 100% honesty. I love the song Lucky by Britney Spears. I can, <laughs> I can no longer listen to it by itself. I, I prefer this version. Like when I just hear her without sauce, it's, it's not nearly as good. He makes the song so much better. And some of the little comments that are said in there, uh, your thoughts on meat sauce singing Lucky. That is definitely a treat. Uh, all the button bars that are dropped in the middle of it, and he perseveres through it. And I think that's the full song, right? That from start yeah. to finish. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And he knew every single word to that song. That was brilliant. I mean, that talk about a prop bet. If you had had the meat sauce would sing a full song and Chris Hockey would be impressed. Holy cow. The odds you could have gotten on that. Well, I don't know if he was impressed by his tone. As much as he was by the lyrics. <laughs> well, the, that's uh, that's the key phrase there. Impressed. He was impressed, but yeah, probably probably not by the actual <laughs> singing. But yeah, very uh, very cool. They were all pretty much amazed that uh, that Sauce knew all the words. That was 
that was brilliant. Uh, I, I love that. And thank you so much, Amanda, for, uh, for suggesting that. And yeah, we, we take requests here on the show. So if there's ever something you want to hear, um, if I can find it, we'll play it. We'll put it on here. So, um, something else I found because the, uh, the Belmont stakes happened. I didn't even mention that in the intro, but the Belmont stakes happened while we were, uh, while we were away. Um, you know, kind of, Kind of boring. We had no triple crown this year. Um, I, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the most compelling Belmont stakes, but it made me think back to the 2014 Belmont stakes, which gives us an unsolved mystery. So before I existed, um, I came along in 2016 to track all their bets. Uh, they routinely forgot bets. That's part of the reason I came into existence is because they couldn't remember the own bet, their own bets that they made. And one of the bets they made was on the 2014 Belmont stakes. Uh, of all people, hockey suggested that they, uh, cause at the time California Chrome was, was favored and, um, going for the triple crown. They decided, well, we'll throw that out and we'll just take the best finisher among the rest of the horses. And so they, uh, so they decided to do a bet and it went a little something like this. I think he does it. Okay. Everybody's putting $10 up. This is the Hopers too. I hope he does too. I want to see, I want to see some history. But hold on. 10 bucks. Whoever's horse finishes the best, not California Chrome. He's out Mm -hmm. of it. I'm just going to read the names. Don't nobody look at the odds. Okay. Everybody picks a uh, um, a horse, and whoever's gets the whole pot. What's up, dude? You ready? Metal Count, Matterhorn, Great Ride, Commanding Curve, <laughs> Ride on Curlin. I'll take that one. That's no fair. It's the first one I've heard of before. That's why I took it. Matuzak. You can have Matuzak. Hey, <laughs> hey you guys. Matuzak. <laughs> Sam Sam Rat. Commissioner, Wicked Strong, General A-Rod, and Tonalist. Tonalist? Tonalist. Sorry, Daddy. It's all right. Uh, Sauce, you go first. Pick a horse. I'm going to go Tonalist because that's the only one I heard. <laughs> I would have taken right on Curlin as well. I'll take General A-Rod then. Yeah, I'm taking right on Curlin. Hey, all right. So, um, um, the uh I I didn't have the I didn't grab the piece of audio where Hawk threw his pick in because he did it like at the very, very end of the show because they kind of got interrupted a little bit by Rosie. Um but it ended up ten dollars a piece. Uh Sauce ended up with Tonalist, Corey ended up with General A Rod, uh Justin Gard got ride on Curlin, and Hawk took metal count. Uh Smitty, I have no idea of your knowledge of the 2014 Belmont stakes, but uh the winner pocketed would have pocketed thirty dollars if they had remembered this, which they did not. So <laughs> somebody got screwed out of thirty dollars here. Uh, who who do you think uh, of those horses? What stands out to you? Tonalist, General A Rod, Ride on Curlin, or Metal Count? Well, I I know nothing about these four horses. I don't know if one of them won this race, but I think that soundbite really points to how far the Power Trip has come in their gambling. First first and just I mean ten dollars. Yeah. Why are we wasting our time with $10? But then right. also just the way that they did it, where they just read the list and it was like, I got dibs. I got that one. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I know guard just grabs it. Yeah, that it was just bizarre. So I, I enjoyed that soundbite, but I, I don't know. 
Did you look it up? Do you know who won that race? I do know who won that race. Um, and you're, you are right. One of the, one of their horses actually won because California Chrome, uh, finished fourth in the, uh, in the bid for the Triple Crown, which, uh, seemed to be the pattern for a lot of Triple Crown contenders. They, uh, they all came up short on the Belmont Stakes for a long time. The winner and the person who got screwed out of the $30 was totalist for meat sauce. So his, uh, his horse won. Um, they completely forgot about the bet, never came back to it. And sauce, uh, forever missed out on $10 from Corey Gardzi and Hawk. Well, I mean, we're documenting it right now that maybe, uh, maybe Chris Hockey's going to listen to this and, and make good on the bet. <laughs> maybe so. So, hey. Pay, pays to listen to the Bets and Quotes podcast. 203 episodes to make $30, right? <laughs> Worth every penny. Worth every penny. Oh boy. Predictor's time. Here we go. Meat sauce is open. In the morning light, Mark Rosen says, why are you still in that ball gag? Oh, Rosen, dear, we're not the fortunate ones. And girls, they want to predict. So oh, girls just want to predict. I like this one, actually. I kind of like this one. You like everything. Oh, you're right. <laughs> the phone rings. In the middle of the night, Chris Hockey yells, I'm stuck in a pair of handcuffs. Oh, Hockey dear, you know you're still number one. But girls, they want to predict. Oh, <laughs> girls just want to predict. Oh, they really want to predict. Oh, boy. When the working day is done, oh, girls. They want to predict. Oh, girls just want to predict. Want to predict, girls. <laughs> want to predict. Is it over? You never know. Did you? <laughs> it's not over. There's more. All right, what do you got for us this week? Just a couple items for you, Chuck. In interest of the spirit of quotes notes when it originally was Tommy's takes, if I had been on the show and this was a situation where they were talking about Taco John's and someone mentioned a six-pack and a pound, and if I had been on the show, I would have said, in other words, Tuesday night for Chris Hockey in high school. Oh, yes, I like that. But anyway, I wasn't on the show, so I didn't get a chance to say that. Um, the only other quotes note I have for us today is, as you mentioned before, uh, my school year is done, and I just survived a week at Grandview Lodge. And I say survived because I was in a house with 22 people, and I think 12 of them were under the age of 11 or something like that. So oh, it's been, it was a it was a it was a wonderful time with uh with family but man it was a goat rodeo and and took a lot of time and energy but i should be in the clear now and that means i can start working on the quotes of the year tournament and so first thing i need to do is go back and look at when the last tournament was and start assembling some quotes and figuring out what the field's going to look like so that's that's coming up 
Beautiful. All right. And I've just got a couple quick ones too. Um, from my uh, in the box appearance, uh, apologies to Ralph Macchio. I knew that one. Um, and <laughs> it was, it was the one that I just, I completely blanked. The first per, the first name that popped into my head was Frankie. I had Ralph's picture in my mind and I just could not pull the name. And it's interesting because there were five that I knew and got right. There were four that I never would have gotten right. And that was really the swing one. And everybody that guessed guessed five or six. So it was really, it was funny that it li- it literally came down to that. And I just, I couldn't pull Ralph Macho. So uh, yeah. Um, that I, Well, I, it's, it's tough when you're, when you're the one in the box, the pressure's on, you're, you're on the spot. I, uh, I'm looking forward to, but also dreading my opportunity to go in the box soon. Yes. We are going to do that on the next bets and quotes, Patreon happy hour. And the last thing, the initials controversy from Friday. Uh, the only thing I will pile on, um, I and I know he said it is clue, but DraftKings is one word. Like it's not a valid option for initials. Like even if you say this appears, this is formatted as one word. No, like it's it's not a valid answer. It's no different than if I if the initials were BM and I said bookmark, but it's usually formatted as one word. No, it is one word. It's not <laughs> n- nobody uses draft space kings in any context whatsoever. It's one word. So uh yeah, absolutely invalid clue. Charge blew it, but we love charge anyway. All right. And that will do it for this week's episode. Um, we're going to finish right on time here. Smitty, where can they find you at? Well, it depends. If you're looking for humor and bad photoshopping, then at Oom Smitty on Twitter. But if you're looking for Power Trip Quotes content, then at Power Trip Quotes also on Twitter. And I'm Power Trip Bets on Twitter and PT Bets on Instagram. Hit me up if there's some audio you need. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope to be back on our normal schedule. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now. You know, baby girl, your daddy enjoys a lot of things. Going to the movies with you? Definitely one of them. Watching Adrian Peterson run for a 57-yard touchdown? That would be another. But you know what? That part in Black Swan when she's looking at You know, I didn't really tell you this then. Go with it.